We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lucky Lefty is on CFB Nation, presented by Twisted T. You're right about that, Left. It is, uh, no, look, missed opportunity. No sense in crying over spilled milk. Big victory last night. Big recruiting weekend. The atmosphere, the fans, the energy. That was one of the things we said as well. This team has been on the road. This team has been on the road. They come back home, and as disappointing as that Louisville loss was, we really wanted the stadium to be rocking, and the environment was, yo, it was incredible. It was absolutely incredible last night. And we weren't even there, but just it came across through the TV screen like, okay. No, I when they first came on left and the lights were off, and you saw the ND on the field being formed by the band with the lights off. And then they showed Marcus Freeman. And he had this look on his face with his offensive lineman standing behind him. I'm like, okay. Okay. This they look like they're ready to play tonight. Yeah, and that's the one positive you can get from a Marcus Freeman is that there's no doubt that he's gonna get his team ready to come out and start the game fast. I think that's his personality. He probably gives great pregame speeches, mm-hmm. ties it back to when he played and how it's important. It's that in the third. So I do think yeah. we've noticed that, especially his first ever game coaching as a head coach against Oklahoma State in the Fiesta Bowl. Right. First thing you mentioned is that we jumped out and was playing fast and was up 14-0 in the first, you know, however early on it was. But yeah. that was a total 180 from a Brian Kelly's team that you'll fall asleep taking that. And the first quarter, wake up at fourth and haven't missed much. So it's good to see Marcus Freeman having that young man energy that fuels a team that go out there and at least play at a, a full speed as opposed to sleepwalking and things. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, we talked enough about the offense. Let's go ahead and switch over to uh, the dominant crew of the night. And that Notre Dame defense, man. Al Golden, once again. Uh, he said it during the week. Last year, we chose to go three-man rush and try to cover. And once he got to the outside, he made plays. And then they got the run game going in the second half. 
We, Tariq Bracey missed it last year because of injury. Cam Hart missed last year because of injury. Thomas Harper, man, did a fantastic job defending the slot. And so to have the three defensive backs they had back there and the way X played last night left, yo, it was a, man, fantastic defensive effort by Al Golden and his defense. LL Nation for the first time, I think, left the host off a bit. Been <laughs> Jet lag, bro. Jet lag. Terrible. Sorry. <laughs> Talk about the defensive effort, man. I know. I'm going to get you out of here, man. Defensive effort, what I like is that, you know, we show up when it's time to show up. It was a lot of hype, obviously, with this top offense in the country, number one quarterback, Da, 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 da. But for us to be able to be who we are for Ohio State, be who we are, and, and step up in the great situations against Riley Leonard, these quote-unquote top-rated quarterbacks going into the draft potentially this year, mm-hmm. we, uh, we we were able to fit and match that, that challenge of top quarterbacks. And for us to be putting the, the best quarterback on notice like that and had him uncomfortable and had him doing things he hasn't done in his whole career, it's a testament to just the, what Al Golden brings as a uh, as his experience because we know the recruiting may not be the best. But when he get him in the building and he get him on the right game plan, they can do some great, some great things for sure uh, 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 that we should use it as an example mm-hmm. of what we should look like moving forward against all these teams and stop having these up and down quote unquote emotional games. I don't understand that. How how <laughs> how that affects the scoreboard so much because you're emotional. But clearly it wasn't too many emotions last two nights ago Saturday. We was able to go out there and handle business and it looked good. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, let me tell you something. Riley Mills, well, we said this. It's one difference to pressure him from the edges. If you're not pushing up front, getting back in his face, the pressure on the outside really means nothing because he's too elusive. He's too elusive. And what they were able to do every time he tried to escape, the pressure up the middle was pushing. It was, yeah, he just, he just corralling. You he know, you exactly. You it, it was a lot of guys on the line a lot. Yeah. So it wasn't like he just can just pick a gap and run through it immediately. We just constantly kept a middle pressure that got him scrambling a lot more than he probably wanted to. He couldn't settle his feet. And then, you know, we got him so uncomfortable where he's throwing up wild stuff. Yeah. And guys are making plays. So I think we took the the element of his playmaking and affected that to the point where we made him look very pedestrian because mm-hmm. he couldn't do the magic man stuff. And I think it just goes to what uh, the whole NFL experience that Al Golden has in handling <clears throat> quarterback strengths i think he handled riley leonard's strength well mm-hmm. in terms of uh confusing the looks for him i think he handled kyle mccord's strength well by taking away his number one receiver for most of the day even though he won outside of his strength which is what you got to tip your cap to but it'd be different if he just destroyed us with Marvin Harrison Jr. It's like, well, that's what we knew they was going to do. Mm-hmm. You know? But I think for Al Golden to know the strength of Caleb and be able to conduct that in the game plan to where it shows up on the scoreboard, I mean, this team was scoring 50, 60 points. And mm-hmm. we treated him no different than how we treated uh, C.J. Stroud. You're only getting 21 at most around these parts. So shout out to Ben Morrison also being who he is, the dynamic player that he is, setting the setting the fact, uh, setting the standard straight. that we got X-Factors too on defense, supported by a lot of other great players like him and the rest of them. Xavier Watts, unbelievable night. Balled out against USC last year. We, we took notice of that. Came back. Had another repeat success. Maybe he just got their ticket. He just loved playing against SC. Maybe that's what it is. Once again, it is um, not trying to be disrespectful, but Notre Dame took care of business and did what they were supposed to do. That's right. And it was fully expected by both of us. Uh, even coming off the disappointment of the Louisville loss, we we expected Notre Dame to dominate in the trenches. But the defense, let me tell you something. J.D. Bertrand had a fantastic game. I give credit to credit is due. Right? Maris Leofile spying on Caleb. Fantastic game. Man, look, Riley Mills played one of his best games at Notre Dame. Howard Cross continues to be phenomenal. 
John the Baptist, as I call him, phenomenal. He was out of position and left uh, J.D. Bertrand hanging out. But man, left him out there bad on the uh, Marshawn on the th- rushing touchdown. That's right. That USC had uh, just left him hanging because he tried to run a game and just man left the entire edge. Yeah, and, and no just, defender. Yeah. And just the overall tenacity, I think, going back to just we showed a different part of our character mm-hmm. in a game like that, that that showed up on the scoreboard as well. We were the tougher team that night. We played more as a unit that night. All three phases of the game was better. We, You know, Coach Biagi was looking pretty good, too, having the special teams. It's Darian no, Price. I'm happy for him. And his <laughs> place kicker made both field goals. That's right. That's right. He had, he had, All the field goals, should I say. And tr- trust in Biagi, man. And I think uh, for Marcus Freeman to have some emotion, I think that was good to see. You know, finally he can he can match – uh, the fandom and what they believe in, mm-hmm. and he can take advantage of that uh, that crowd success after a big win. Yeah, because after these 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 losses that we've had, he hadn't been able to get excited with the fans in that way. So it was good to see him get that opportunity at home to make it get more of a staple. That yeah, I'm the head coach here. Yeah. I'm not just a recruiting service or you know, a program builder. I'm actually an actual coach. You know, I want to be known for that instead of all the intangibles like being the best UA model out here with the exclusive clothes. Really impressed with this secondary, man. Benjamin Morrison, Thomas, Cam Hart, Jaden Mickey with the few uh, series he got in there. <clears throat> Mike Mickey's got to get a top job, man. He got to get a D coordinator job somewhere. Man. Hey, sh- hold on, man. That's all right, man. Let that brother from Ohio get paid. Yeah, man. I want him to eat. I want him to eat. I want him to eat. Al Golden might not be here next year. But, you know, he always trying to get that NFL gig going. You know, there's some teams is, that uh, need some defense out there. It's good to see Nolan Ziegler back on the field, especially right. making plays. It was good to see Drake Bowen out there, special teams making plays. Um, That's right. The Jadarian Price run, bro, is critical because they had just scored, cut it to 10, I believe. Notre Dame comes right back. Um, Big time, big time. Then they get the two fumbles after that, add on to the lead. Shout out to Bubakar Traore, true freshman, gets his chance in a robbery game. Strip, strip sacks, Caleb Williams. And unfortunately, him, Jalen Sneed, and they're still celebrating at midfield as Caleb Williams is trying to hike the ball. And Marcus Freeman has to use a timeout. The ultimate. That's okay. That's okay. We accept accept high energy penalties. You know, it's it's part of the game. But everybody made a play, 
And I think that's speaking to what Marcus Freeman can bring out of a team. Mm-hmm. Clearly, he can bring out of a team some best, some of their better moments, their their best moments. And a lot of guys were making plays that have been untapped. I think a lot of untapped potential was tapped into in that USC game, and everybody was flying around. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think it's just a testament to what we can be when we figure it out on a consistent basis. Because there's no reason we shouldn't be playing like this week in and week out, especially against worse teams. We did this against the number five, six team in the country. We couldn't do this against Louisville. We couldn't put 4-8 against Duke or Ohio State, for that matter, and what they was giving up to us. So it's frustrating because we can play so well against, quote-unquote, top-rated teams and then play so close to teams where we should be doing that to them, you know. So very interesting dynamic. I think that... And you know what was funny? I actually took some time to listen to the post-game press conference with Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams. And Caleb Williams took full of responsibility for the loss. Yeah, I mean, you got three picks. Just flat out. It's like, yo, this game is on me. Yeah, Lincoln it was. Riley spoke for like three minutes and had nothing left. Nothing. Yeah, because he's embarrassed. It was just a matter of time. He's going to have to figure it out because he gonna some, got some other talk. I don't think they were expecting to lose this game. I think they were looking more ahead to the rest of the gauntlet that they had going on. But unfortunately, he's not very accustomed to the fact that we get up to play USC. I know a lot right. of teams get up to play us. We get up to play y'all. He don't understand that yet. He's still on second year, third year coaching. You don't understand and know that they ain't going to give you problems. Like Stanford gives us freaking problems. Stanford never gives SC problems. Right. Stanford always gives us problems. I don't get <laughs> It's just crazy. But they never give USC problems. They just, every time USC plays Stanford, it's like, man, I can't wait to blow out Stanford this year. I mean, they just giving up touchdown after touchdown. After, then they play us and we can't get a, we can't get anything. <laughs> But that's how yeah. SC is. But when we play SC, oh yeah, it's game time. We're ready to play. We don't care if we one and ten or ten and one. We're ready for that game. And Raleigh, Raleigh, uh, Lincoln Raleigh got something to think about when next time that Shalele comes to Cali, you gotta know the yeah. importance of the rivalry. You know, this yeah. ain't just another game. Yeah. Yeah, somebody else said this. I think it was last night. I dude. We can talk about emotions and how emotionally invested USC might be this week coming off a loss. I don't care about emotions. USC has to walk out there, and Utah is going to bang them in the trenches. Oh, yeah. I do. USC isn't about to roll Utah. They couldn't roll. They couldn't roll Arizona. In the morning. Or, or Arizona State. The trenches, man. The trenches is where any emotion that USC might have at the end of the day, Utah is going to be right there. Because they're going to win. 
both lines of scrimmage. It's as simple as that. That's the game, though. That is literally the game. The man that controls the line of scrimmage has the advantage. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's just, you know, I would like to see how we respond to this game because we exposed ourselves as to just how good we can be. Mm-hmm. We embarrassed the number five team in the country. We've exposed ourselves. You keep saying number five. They were ranked 10th. Oh. That, that, that was a that was alarming to me. They were undefeated and ranked 10th. They don't have no defense. And now that we've exposed the fact that we can play at this level, next week's response is even more critical. Mm-hmm. You can't have another 17-point game for the rest of the season. For the rest of the season. You can't have no 17-point yeah. victory. I'm saying 17 more victory, not a loss. Yeah, you can't have no seventeen point victory for the rest of the season after what you just did to USC. Yeah, your old uh, one of your favorite coaches, um, will have his pit squad pit squad ready. They'll have momentum from the Louisville win. Unfortunately, we might have to do it to him. Left, we're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to do it to Pitt. Yeah, because we can't let them think that Louisville win is. Is 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 going to propel you guys to beat us because they beat us and get y'all into a bowl season and no, 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 no. we got to do it. We did the USC to you guys to let people know. Okay, listen, the Louisville game was a fluke. The Duke game was a fluke. Y'all still an SEC team. I mean, uh, a ACC team, and it's still a basketball school. Yeah, it's a basketball school. I don't think anybody pays attention enough to it, but that's a basketball school. Man. No, Pitt has. They enough got history. some good basketball. I mean, obviously they, they got, got some enough history going back to the Dan Marino days and the Tony Dorsett days to where. Oh, they do have Tony Dorsett, huh? And Pennsylvania is a football state, so. Okay, they got some. They got some some history for sure. Yeah. Still, yet and still, a team like Pitt has to get blown out for many reasons for Notre Dame to look more appealing to jump back in that top ten. If we want to, uh, 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 what they call it, a January Six Bowl. Mm-hmm. Because we have to beat them so bad that the Louisville win has to look like a fluke. Like we can't be close to them. We got to really put it on pit because then they can look at our game with Louisville. But like, oh, it's just a, it's just an anomaly. They literally brought out the entire city of Louisville. Yeah, to beat us. It is. Uh, pit, then Clemson, then Wake Forest, and then we end the season out on the West Coast against Stanford. Like you said, <laughs> just fine. that Stanford game is always it is always a, a quirky, like tough fight battle. Like what the like what is this? Yeah. Every time they go against USC, it's just touchdown after touchdown after 
bombs away and walk in. It's like, what the heck? But with us, it's like, man, we have to. I don't know. It's, we, it's, it's something, to, something to think about moving forward. But more than anything, I think for us, it's just about finishing strong. Clemson is, is next, right? I think. I no, believe. Uh, Pitt's, Pitt's next. Pitt, and then, and then Clemson. That, that two game back to back, I think it'd be important because we need to also beat Pitt well enough going into that Clemson game where we're going to have to give another great effort. Because that's a that's a sleeping dragon type of team late in the season that also gets better late in the season that we don't want to be their jump off point into trying to get a good finish to their season. So we got to kick them while they're down, at least down enough, and and make our run to move going to California for our last game. Yeah, Lucky Lefty Podcast. So let's go ahead and run through these grades, bro. Sam Hartman, quarterback. I'll give him an A. We we back to 48. He may not have had responsible for all that, but he, he managed us in a good good enough spot to get us there. So I'll give him an A. All right, offensive line. Gotta give him an A, man. They're the reason why we had all our success. Uh just from a pace standpoint, they gave us the pace and tempo we needed to to play our game against a team that's fast break. So we had to give him an A. Wide receivers last night. I give him a B. I just think that we need an X factor, a, a bigger X factor at the receiver. But we play good as a unit, you know. What I mean, we just need that Keon Coleman like Florida State has. Man, you see that hey, one-handed catch? That one-handed catch, yeah, yesterday. Oh, <laughs> ah. like, oh, I mean, and he's like six five, six four, and just yeah. Yo, I like was that. literally arguing with one of my best friends today who was just like man oh we got to get marvin harrison jr and i said yo honestly right now i will go jared verse and get me a pass rusher i said because i can name at least six seven receivers oh yeah that's coming out next year that's that's that they may not be Marvin, but they uh, they good too. But they're not that they're not that far off from Marvin. They're not that far off. The two kids, Adonzi. Oh, uh, yeah, those two out Washington. Washington. Man, Coleman, Florida State neighbors, and Thomas. Neighbors LSU. LSU. Yeah, yeah, them boys. Yeah. Dude, so there's some dogs coming out at wide receiver. Definitely some dogs at wide receiver. So I was just like, yo, go pass Russia first if you're the Bears. And then grab, you know, if you miss on Marvin Harrison Jr., like, dude, and you get one of the Washington kids. You still think y'all going for uh, first pick, first, second pick of the draft? Did you see the did you see the Panthers today? <laughs> no, they were playing it? tight for the beginning. They had a 14 zip lead. What happened after that? Their team was like, boy, we're not supposed to be winning. Okay. They they front office to call down and say, hey, stop all that playing good. Yeah. Coming to yeah. an NFL Sunday near you. The winless Panthers. I don't know who they're going to beat, but it's not looking good. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a powerful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. No, I'm not. I'm not taking a left tackle. I'm definitely not taking a center in the first round. They need to go get some veteran offensive linemen, bro. Yes. They need a pass rush, dude. They've been 31st in defense for the past two years. They definitely need somebody that can get to the quarterback. Uh, your OC great, left. I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be. Okay. I'm just happy just it wasn't 17. But yeah. it's more contingent on what happens next week. That I can yeah. give you evaluation for this week because it could be a fluke. I mean, U.S. defense is trash. Yeah. Let's switch to the other side. Defensive line, the job they did. Pressure. Harassing, harassing the Heisman contender. That's a, that's a quality work, and it's something they should be proud of just from a unit basis and what they were able to do to such a dynamic player. Yeah. Um, the defensive backs left. Got to give them an A. Man. Just for the, the challenge of the unit that they were facing that – they may not be a Marvin Harrison Jr., but there's a lot of speed on that side of the ball. Wiry players, but you know our physicality obviously is our advantage in a, in a matchup like that. And everybody was physical. Everybody was playing well. Not just one corner, one safety. Everybody was involved and uh, had a lot of impact. I mean, from Xavier Watts to Ben Morrison to Cam and everything in between. Uh, Mike Mickey's got to get paid, man. <laughs> Yeah, he deserves it. Yeah, I, uh, you know, that's my dog. I just don't want to see him go. But he deserves to get a look at the D.C. in college. And he definitely deserves a pay raise. I would agree with that. The linebackers left. I like what they did. I'll give them a, a B. 
I just think um, just a B effort. Just go with yeah. that. I can I can rock with that. I mean, but they came up with some huge plays. Right. The fourth down stop by J.D. Bertrand, Maris with a couple of big time stops. But I'll I'll let I'll let you roll with the B. Uh, Al Golden. Give him another A, man. He's been putting up not shutouts, but putting up great game plans against top quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. No different. Nothing changed from to uh, what happened this weekend, and to do it to a Heisman hopeful and a Heisman winner already. Mm-hmm. Uh, just preparing him for what I believe he's trying to work on a resume going into back into the league. And I think he he did a lot for not only us but himself with the type of game plan he put together against the obvious number one pick of the draft. As we get ready to close, I think one of the most egregious things I saw was somebody said, um, Cam, I mean, Caleb Williams is more Kyler Murray and more Baker Mayfield than he is Patrick Mahomes. And I laughed. I said, that's one of the worst comps I've ever heard in my life. Because first of all, Baker Mayfield had a dominant run game at Oklahoma. Kyler Murray had a dominant run game. Go look at the offensive linemen. That yeah, they went, went to the offensive linemen back-to-back years. Go look at the offensive linemen that were blocking for those quarterbacks that play in the NFL right now. Caleb Williams has none of that. He's lit. USC is literally winning because of him. That's it. I mean, hell, you saw it Saturday. He didn't have his best game, and he lost by 28 points. Man. It's very simple. It's a simple equation for USC. Caleb plays good. They win. They bad. They get blown out, not just lose. Because defense never going to have their back. Never. Defense giving up 30-plus every time. Never. So. And I told Notre Dame fans on Wednesday in the middle of the week, USC is not scoring 30 points. Yeah, I could have said told you that. Said, no, they're not scoring 30 points. Not this week. Not this week. So you have a young man – that's literally carrying the entire program when it comes to wins and losses, Baker Mayfield is a bad comp. Baker Mayfield, he's an awful comp. Awful. And once again, for the Notre Dame fans that tried to use last night as a referendum on Caleb Williams and to try and say that Sam Hartman's a better quarterback, that's that's laughable. 
that's that's laughable. It just is. Before we get out of here to real dig deeper into this, man, we don't have an opponent this week. So, oh, Shane Walton. Shane Walton, former Notre Dame defensive back, will be with us this week. That's right. Nice. On the Lucky Lucky podcast. I believe Tuesday he's going to hit me back tomorrow to confirm the day. That's a lot of Notre Dame, former Notre Dame players and coaching, bro. Hey, it's a stepping stone. Yeah. Tell you, man, Notre Dame get a good, good resume builder for whatever you want to go into. Yeah. You know, if all the pulpit preachers out there, you know, that want to judge Caleb Williams by some darn fingernails. I I don't know what else to tell you. I mean, you got a point, though. What's that? Putting all that fingernail polish for your nails, man. You don't need all that. He probably doesn't. Would you you encourage your son to do that? Would I encourage my son to do that? Yeah, if he was like, Dad, I just want to, you know, paint my fingernails all type of colors and shapes and sizes and stuff. I'm like, man. It's not not even a matter. That's not even a question that deserves an answer from me, bro. That's like. I'm like, man, go. Go learn how to build a a cabinet, bro. Do some carpentry work. Get, learn you a new skill. Play the guitar or something. You know, there's many other ways to express yourself than a lazy way, as in painting your nails. You know, like Miles Davis, what he used to do, he used to make great music. Van yeah. Gogh used to paint. Right. You know what I'm saying? Put some beautiful artwork together. You ain't got to take the easy way out see this is my thing though <laughs> as we uh get ready to close this out and this is why a lot of fans are capping when it comes to Caleb Williams you ask me a question would I allow my kid no heck the USC coaching staff shouldn't have allowed him to put that on his neck that's right Knowing, like, you don't need this look. You don't need that look. Bro. You know, that's, it's not even worth it. I understand the backstory. Yeah, I get all, yeah, we get all that. I get it. You're upset. Yeah, we get all that. You got a chip on your shoulder for Notre Dame going back to your recruitment. Cool. We get all that. Cool. We get all that. Just go out there and bust their ass. Just go out there and play. Yeah, just go, there. <laughs> go out there and do exactly what you did in the Coliseum last year. Go bust their ass. And and, yeah. pull, and and bust the Heisman poles in the end zone. That's how you do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. But see, this is my thing. There's nothing. This is why it's mad corny to me. Like, you mad about some nails? Like, I, I personally know of some jerks on Notre Dame's football team the last two years. Flat out jerks. 
Well, but we want to talk about fingernails. That's that's we we talking about fingernails. He is not a jerk. He's not a jerk. He got caught up in trying to make a statement towards a team that shunned him in recruiting. It was a bad decision. Who hasn't made a bad decision at that age in life? That's right. All this judgmental stuff, man, get over yourself. Because when people start implying he's soft, it's like you're trying to imply some lifestyle things to this young man, and you don't know anything about him. That's right. To me, that's mad corny. He was very open about what the FND was for. He just, I mean, he should have put it on his wristband. It would have been a much better look. Just put it you on know, your wristband. I, wore, I mean, I wore wristbands back in the day. I don't know how it, it got lower and lower. I'm just saying. I used to be, you know, wristband up. I had all the little sands and stuff on them. Yeah, I had all the wristbands. I ain't never thought, you know, maybe I just wasn't thinking swag back then. I don't know. It's like, man. You don't like this dude and you want to sit up here and cap that you wouldn't like him as your quarterback in Notre Dame. Come on, man. What are we really talking about? What are we really talking about? But people love, man, people love to judge, man, in this time and day. That's why Twitter and social media Pops the way it does. People love to judge. Knowing absolutely nothing about the people they're judging. They love to judge. It's amazing. Hey. Left. That was a great game yesterday, bro. Which one? And I'm, I'm, I appreciate Dan Lanning standing up and saying, yo, I lost this game for my team. Oh, yeah, going for it on fourth down. Mm-hmm. Just getting too greedy. Colorado State won in a crazy way. Hail Mary. End of the game. Crazy way to lose. It's crazy State. way to lose. It's good football, and, uh, it was just some beautiful football yesterday. Yeah. It really was. Some great games. The uh, Texas A&M, Tennessee, low scoring, but it was a really good game. That's right. It was a really good game. Uh, yeah, man. It was great. It was a great weekend of football. It really was. Great win. Who you got this week? I got Sam Houston State versus FIU on Wednesday. Florida International. Mm-hmm. All right. Where is it at? Do you at least get to go to Florida? No, I'm in Sam Houston State. Yeah, in Te- they're in Texas, right? Yeah. They're yeah. outside of Houston. Yeah. 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 It's going to be crazy. Man, they got you turning right back around. Might be real again. Try to, get that, try to get that Tony Romo contract, man. <laughs> Shout out to Tony, man. Yeah, Penn State against Ohio State this week. 
everybody's kind of worried about what Penn State's going to do, but I can tell you now, they're not who you they think they are. Anybody. I haven't played anybody. That's it. And they're going to play somebody and lose, and then we're going to be like, oh, they tricked us again. Yeah. James Franklin. Yeah. Yeah, they um... – they know how to hype themselves up going into the beginning of the season. As always, they got the week schedule up until about week eight. Yeah. Then they got to play the actual teams. They get, you know, wish washed. Going out. Yeah. 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 And then they come back and have to play Michigan on the road, I believe. So it's uh, it's about to get real. All these teams like Penn State, Michigan, that haven't played anybody. Oregon, yeah, they got to play some teams. Yeah, because Oregon really hadn't played anybody before the Washington game. Heck, Oregon plays USC. I think USC goes to Oregon. Another nail biter. Yeah. This. Oregon got defense, though, so. This is why the loss to Louisville hurts left. You would have been right there. Waiting for all From these the fallout. Waiting for the fallout, waiting for all these teams to play each other. You and know? Fell right in that slot. Number five. Yeah. Because yeah. all of them play each other. Michigan play Ohio State, Ohio State play. Mm-hmm. Florida State play a team. Oklahoma still got a couple games left. We would have won the games we needed to. We would have placed ourselves in a great position. Alabama has LSU coming up. Who did Alabama just beat? I know they beat Texas A&M last Mississippi State. No, no, it wasn't Mississippi State. It was a team at home. Arkansas. Arkansas, yes. Feel bad for Sam Pittman because they have lost, I think, Five consecutive games by one mm. score. Gotta learn how to finish. Gotta learn how to finish games. Gotta learn how to finish games, man. Yeah, but other than that, we'll check you guys tomorrow, man. That's right. You gotta let Leak. Leak has to lay his head down. <laughs> you know. I'm sure the boys are still going to try and keep him up. but That's right. Because that youngest one, he looks like a night owl. Indeed. Well, both of them kind of. Hey, I'll leave you all with this. I'm not a betting man. But Vegas be knowing. The fact that an hour after Notre Dame got a Embarrassed by Louisville. Notre Dame was installed as a two and a half point favorite against USC. <laughs> that right there, that lets you know, like, okay. Fix his in. Yeah, the, something's coming down the tracks, boy. Watching last night's game, I wouldn't be mad if uh, somebody slid Taylor for a little package. Because he played like that. He definitely played like he tried. Man, he played like Tony from uh, 
what's the what's the Nick Nolte film with Shaq and all those guys? <laughs> and that old boy. He said somebody said, "Hey, uh, take take it easy on this one." Man. Just leave a nice little brown package under the door. That Caleb was playing like he was shaving points for real yesterday. Yeah, they say, they say you want another Wendy's commercial? Let's try State mm-hmm. Farm. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, want, you want some of that action? Let's let's uh let's make it let's make it look good versus Notre Dame. Why mm-hmm. don't you? Thanks God, blue chips. Remember your boy Tony? It was like it was only a couple of times, coach. Yeah. Like, hey, y'all. Hey, hey. hey. Hey, they came to him and said, yo, Caleb, we got 25K for you. It's funny because I texted Caleb before the game. I said, good luck, man. It's going to be a cold one in South Bend. He said, I love it. I'm like, all right. I'm sure he loved it all right. Mm -hmm. Love that envelope he got when he arrived back in L.A. That's right. He said, well, mission complete. Well done. Job well done. Man. You go ahead and carry on your own season, you know. And they probably they said, dude, Caleb, this this ain't this not even this a conference game. This ain't even yeah. It's non-conference. Y'all still in y'all still undefeated in conference. Go ahead and yeah. drop that one off, man. We'll yeah. drop you something. We'll drop you something off the off the back end of this major yeah. win we about to get in Vegas. You kicked their butts last year. You proved it. You got the Heisman. Number one pick, man. You don't need you this game. Number one pick. You don't need this game. <laughs> Investigations. He'll be a sec, a two year starter by the time they investigate this. Yeah, he gonna be. A, he gonna be on the NCAA, and they'll snatch his Heisman or something stupid like. Yeah. Whatever, man. Whatever. Left. Great show, man. Great win. We'll talk to everybody this week. Make sure you spend a different, get some rest.